0: Welcome to Game Nights and Hard Talks, the podcast where we embark on a journey through the captivating intersection of board games, video games, and relationships. I'm August, the board game enthusiast.
1: And I'm Elena, the girlfriend of the board game enthusiast. Here at Game Nights and Hard Talks, every roll of the dice, every turn of the card, and every click of the controller has a story to tell. So welcome.
0: All right, let's jump in. hey welcome back everybody hope you're having a wonderful day today and we're happy you're listening to this episode elena you happen to know what's on today's agenda
1: oh we're talking about it takes two
0: yes we are like you said it takes two this game is a action adventure platform video game uh developed by For the
1: people that don't understand what that means what does that mean
0: oh uh, action adventure, as in it's. How did I don't Actually, explain this. How would a, you explain it?
1: An action adventure platform video game.
0: So platform, platforming is you have to jump from platform to platform. Um,
1: it's interesting that it's described like that because I would have described it more of like a collaborative two-person puzzle-solving game.
0: Yeah, I just I pulled this off of Google. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the game was developed by Hazelight Studios and published by EA or Electronic Arts, a really big gaming company. Um, it was published around the March March of 2021, so it's a very very recent game. I say very lightly because you know games and video game terms are recent. It's like a phone, the new phone that came out last month. Oh, we have a new one. I, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say it's definitely more of a cooperative based story game. More than, uh, I mean, action adventure does fit because you are, there is a lot of action That's and true. elements of button mashing, I guess.
1: I don't know. I felt like I didn't button mash as much as I would do when I play Super Smash. Oh, well. Like I feel like I knew what the buttons did and I was actually able to like click them and everything likes that. <laughs> right.
0: And I guess that's fair. Or hack and slash. It's not a hack and slash. I no, know. definitely not. But yeah, you go on this awesome adventure, but it's it's ba- it's pretty linear, a linear story progression, but it's very... it's a
1: two-player game. Mm-hmm. Um and now we want to talk about what it actually is about the story about it
0: yeah from our from our perspective
1: yeah so it starts with um this couple that it looks like they're going through a divorce yes. they have a daughter mm-hmm. um and the daughter um is obviously really torn up about the divorce and everything she's young um and oh, then yeah. oh yeah go ahead
0: yeah she uh it's like the classic thing of, like, kids thinking, oh, it's my fault they're getting divorced. And that's never the case. But, yeah, so it's uh, it starts out with them and uh, them being in their, their human bodies. And uh, y- we are met with them arguing, and then I think they both lie down for a nap. And then when they both wake up, They find themselves in these, in the bodies of these dolls that look or represent them from their daughter's point of view. And so uh, I believe their names are the man's name is Cody and the woman's name is
1: May. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're transformed into these little wooden dolls um, and there's well,
0: yours is wood.
1: Oh, yeah. Cody's is is made made
0: out of clay, yeah.
1: Right, yeah. Clay and wood. Um, They did a really good job with the textures of Mm. the animation. Like, they look really, really good. They have, like, yarn clothing um, that's, like, knitted. And, yeah, it looks very, very real with the textures there, which I appreciate for sure. Um, (laughs) And then they are essentially met by this book your favorite character,
0: Dr. Hakeem,
1: (laughs) Dr. Hakeem, which is, it's this love book and he talks and has a face on the front of it. And it essentially, he's putting them through a bunch of challenges to
0: work on their, work
1: on their relationship. And he tells them that they have to find four different parts or maybe it's five different pieces of a letter that Rose had written. Rose is their daughter, and if they find that, they would get transformed back into
0: back their into human their bodies. Regular bodies, yeah. And,
1: and so then you're going on this quest of, and you're having to do a bunch of different challenges, and it's linear, so you're going through uh, different level, story levels and things like that. Um, but and
0: as as you play through the levels, there are these little things called mini games
1: mm-hmm.
0: that. Um, you have to kind of look for them. Some of them are just like right in front of you when you start level or as you're going through it. But other times you kind of have to look and there will be like this little, is it?
1: It's a tambourine.
0: Yeah, the tambourine town. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can go and play them. The mini games, they're designed for you to compete against each
1: other. Yeah, because it's collaborative otherwise. Yeah, and
0: I think that was a, a great aspect to add to the game because having just strictly cooperative games It's a tad bit boring yeah whereas there uh, with mixed with a little competitiveness to it you know rounds it out nicely and i feel like that's something too that's important to have in relationship as well Mm -hmm. like every day like you're in my relationship we're we're fairly competitive with each other when it comes to board games
1: i'd say very competitive with each
0: other very competitive yeah
1: i like that uh yeah collaborative uh, being collaborative in a relationship is really important but also having some competitive sides uh mm-hmm. to the or a competitive dynamic to the relationship is important as well yeah. keep things spicy
0: so here's a question for you <clears throat> what were some challenges you faced oh my while god. playing this game
1: okay so i realized that i'm terrible at platforming oh my god so august has a lot more experience with video games my family was never a video game family on um, I have two younger brothers, and they didn't probably get, I think the first time that they ever laid their hands on a video game was, like, when they were <laughs> 11 or 12, maybe. I
0: think sooner, because McCade, McCade, if you didn't know, is Elena's younger, one of her younger brothers. Um, I remember him playing with me and Nate at the house.
1: Well, yeah, but like our own video games,
0: uh, like we didn't have like
1: our we didn't have like okay. our own video games in the house, compared to like your typical kid where they were getting in their hands. Like, when did you start playing video games? Like, what age?
0: Mm, probably around seven. Yeah, I think
1: so. Uh, on top of not having video games in our house and then I think also me being a girl I'm not trying to stereotype anything but just I you're not really like all of the other friends that I had were not into video games as well so it's not like a topic that was brought up a ton um so I didn't actually start playing video games until I was 16 and I started with League of Legends um (laughs) actually maybe it was more like 17 that was like first game that I actually played which is League of Legends. Um, whole- and then I played, started to learn how to play Minecraft, which helped me with the whole, whole orientation thing of how to turn your head and everything. That was probably one of the hardest things. But I had never played a platforming game. And it was so difficult for me to jump on the platforms and do the, do all of the different maneuvers. I remember specifically there's one area and it takes two where both of you have to jump across these platforms, but they move and they switch based off of like when you jump on them. And so August has played a lot of destiny. And so he's like, just jump in easy and they're switching. And I keep like jumping on the same one and it's switching. And I just keep dying again and again and again and again. (laughs) And I August is like, well, you want me to help you? And I'm like, no, I got to get it. And so he's just standing there on the other side of this platforming puzzle, just waiting um, and it probably took me, like, 20 to 30 minutes of <laughs> trying to get across this this platforming puzzle. Oh, man, it was a nightmare.
0: I was worried you were going to break the controller. Oh Yeah, because I, I, I was squeezing hear, it so hard. I could hear the plastic just, <laughs> you know, creaking at, like, just every possible time you just missed. You're like, eh, and I just could hear it. And I was like, break the controller right now.
1: Yeah, I had to, like... Stretch my hands out after that. <laughs> I did eventually beat it and had gone through it. Yeah. And <laughs> but keep that was in probably, mind, this
0: was near the beginning of the game. This wasn't yeah. even a, that hard of a platforming challenge. It's
1: True. And so I would say that that was probably just like the maneuver of the game was probably the hardest, not because it's a hard game. It's actually a really like fun, light, easy game. It's not going to be anything as intense as like, uh, like Dark Souls or Destiny, Destiny 2 is not anything intense like a first person shooter or an RPG, but it's um yeah, it was it was hard for me. So that was probably the biggest challenge. Did yeah. you have any challenges?
0: Um this initially was a challenge. I kind of was bored with Cody's like I wanna...
1: abilities Abili- that he was given.
0: Yeah, cuz like throughout the game your characters were given certain abilities. I did like the nails throwing the nails. That was fun.
1: Yeah. So like you would be given different abilities
0: depending on the on, level, or depending
1: on the level and the character that you're playing. So I played May, and so I would get different tools compared to August, who was playing Cody. Yeah. And um, so like and you'd have different roles.
0: Yes. Yeah, it, so for the for me being the, the gamer, I was like, oh, this is. Is a little boring, whereas like May had all the fun stuff. Like, you got the, the gun, I it? got the
1: flamethrower,
0: I got a little plant on my head, and kinda...
1: <laughs> I gotta get like, a... but I
0: think it was actually kind of, I think that was obviously intentional. And I i wonder if like the game developers did that on purpose to make the women have or like the female character. Cause like, if a couple plays, the girls more than likely play the female, mm. or the guy will play the guy, you know um not in all cases but ours was certain that way and I think that was good because it actually put you in a position where you had to essentially do more than I had to do I think that's where I was at first a little bothered by it because it's like you had to do a lot Mm. but it I think it balanced out because it made it feel I, I mean you could tell me if I'm wrong I probably made you feel more involved in the game and actually feel like you're participating because i know sometimes people can play games with one another but the man or the, the person who plays the game the most tends to carry carry the other person through whereas this one didn't feel that way like it felt like oh i actually like i had to wait for you we were together um but it gave you a lot more to do um so i mean i guess what do you think about that
1: i do like how it did give us different roles so then the you know if there was a better player in the relationship whether it be you know um one partner or the other who's better at video games it did slow them down because it was like well you can't progress without this other person because they have their own set of tools you have your own set of tools and so i did like that um I'm curious if you felt it was slower or I had more to do because you're better at playing video games because I um I I still thought that you had a lot to do and mm. I I don't I never looked at it when we were playing going wow he's not doing as much as I'm doing. It was just like oh yeah we just have different roles. And so I wonder if that was because
0: maybe that's what I You were better.
1: Yeah. And they felt simpler to you cuz maybe you would have felt the same way. It could be interesting to go back and play
0: I do. Switched. I do kind of want to go back and play, but we switch the roles just to mm-hmm. see, and then that way we can get an actual, accurate, yeah, you know, perception of it. But, but yeah, that that is a that is a good point. I didn't think of it that way.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, there was there was one where I got to be a cactus, like from Plants vs Zombies, and shoot little pine needles. I just wish I could have been that the whole time.
1: <laughs> it's true. You just yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> what was uh what was one of your favorite areas
1: i really liked the crow area that big clock, oh, with the, clock tower. the clock tower um and then how we were able to ride the crows i thought that was really fun yeah just because we took it and we were trying to like kill each other with the crows <laughs> so we were both on like our own crows and we were trying to like crash into each other or <laughs> you would be chasing me or vice versa and so i really did like that whole whole setup there the cl- inside the clock was also pretty cool too the way that they had mirrored everything and so yeah i like that yeah also it was cool how they switched camera views sometimes you know how they did that roguelike dungeon view
0: oh yeah there's like the D and the where i was a wizard and you were a
1: yeah, but it was uh, they took thinking? a different perspective. I'm thinking of that, but they took a different perspective of gameplay. So at first it was all a third person. Yeah, and but then they changed the gameplay into side scroller. Is that how it would work, or more like oh, dungeon?
0: Oh, yeah. So Do you stuff, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was just, that was in the space level, wasn't
1: it? No, it was with when you were a wizard and I was the knight. You remember how they did, like, a top-down view? Well, yeah, view? they did
0: the top-down view, kind of like Diablo.
1: Mm, yeah, like or that. That's League what Religion. I was thinking of. Yeah, or, um, yeah, like Hades, like a roguelike type thing.
0: Well, some uh Art,
1: are... T- are um, like
0: Hollow Knight are more platform, like 2D, 2D flat. 2D flat-based, side yeah. Um, what's another
1: one? Uh,
0: um, but, um, Dead Cells. Dead Cells, yeah. But... Um, they did have that in the base level,
1: yeah. Where I I've... got
0: big and you had. Lucas. Oh yeah,
1: there was that 2D. So they had like they played with different camera angles. They didn't. You didn't stay in the same camera angle the whole time, which I thought was clever of them.
0: Yeah, to they, do that, they they went on the X, Y, and they even did the Z axis a few times, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the mini games were fun, and I could not win one to save my life.
0: Oh yeah, that's uh. Yeah, there are, I believe are thirty or.
1: I did not keep count, but there's
0: there's around like one 20, the twenty five to thirty mini games in the game, and yes, I, I have won everything.
1: <sighs> there were some that I was really close with, but I just couldn't pull it off. So that's why we also need to play again.
0: <laughs> well, we did. Still beat you. Yeah. There was uh, what was uh, which one was your favorite? Mini?
1: Hard to remember, but the one that stands out the most in my mind was the ice skating race in the winter section.
0: There's an ice skating
1: Yeah, where we were on ice skates and we were like racing around. That oh. one was fun. It, it was similar to like a Mario Kart type thing.
0: I don't remember that one.
1: Yeah, that one was really fun.
0: Have to play that one again. Yeah. The one I remember, which I'm surprised I won. Like, I felt like that was what, the one you sh- should have won, but. Luck, I guess, was um it was kind of like curling. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that one I'm surprised. Yeah,
1: a one. combination of like curling and shuffleboard.
0: He, actually, it was probably close to shuffleboard. Than yeah. Because you did yeah,
1: you do didn't whatever, scrape, to it.
0: scrape the ice, which I still don't understand what that does. I think it slows down the curling thing.
1: Don't ask me. That's my best <laughs>
0: guess. Anyway, yeah, so that, that one's the one that stands out. Need the most because it was the one that I felt like I was gonna lose.
1: Yeah, but then at the very end, you knocked off my three pointer right yeah. off the edge,
0: and mine stayed on. And so annoying. That was the, yeah, that was the last it. And...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we played these mini games multiple times. Like we did each one like multiple
0: times, and like I still three, four times.
1: Yeah, still lost every single one. Ah, so stupid. But we'll get them next time. <laughs> anyway, I think that this game was super fun. um I think it's a really good game to play with a significant other or um just a friend. Uh, I think it kind of shows your ability to work together that collaborative It was a really great way to, for us to connect when we were first dating this was one of this was the first video game that we played together within one one a uh, month one to three of us dating
0: actually were we officially dating?
1: mm-hmm
0: when we started oh i thought it was before that like a little okay
1: you all gotta remember we had a very short time from when we first started dating to when we became boyfriend girlfriend
0: right. <laughs> right right
1: and so it was after we'd become boyfriend girlfriend
0: this is when we started playing this
1: yeah this is where we started playing this um
0: and we played it very late at night because i worked at, at x and i had to work really early so
1: yeah you had a graveyard shift and so yeah, we'd play it late at night, um, and it was a really fun way to connect and be competitive with each other, but also collaborative, um, and just see different sides of each other as we were kind of in those new, that new stage of dating. Yeah. So it also like brought up conversations too of like, what do you think about divorce? What do you think about like uh, this and this and this? Just brought up those conversations naturally, which was uh, really nice. To have
0: mm-hmm. those. Yeah. So I I do agree very beautiful game like that too it was the
1: story was solid
0: oh absolutely yeah 100 solid and it, it's definitely one of my favorite games just because it felt complete yeah like the developers took the time to finish the game like it yeah it didn't feel broken didn't feel buggy there was nothing wrong with it when it came out like it mm-hmm. just felt complete or i guess i got it I didn't get it. Did I get it? I think it did. I don't remember. I really can't remember. But otherwise. Anyway, it was great. I loved it. Um Yeah. Do you have any other any other thoughts?
1: I don't. No. Yeah. I think okay. that's all.
0: That's all for today then.
1: So you guys should definitely check it out if you want a nice two player video game. Yes. Those are good date night.
0: Good date night or good friend game. Wanna play with a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Um Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember,
1: keep the dice rolling.
0: Bye. Up in there. That wraps up another exciting episode of Game Nights and Heart Talks. Thank you for rolling with us and being a part of our gaming community.
1: So if you enjoyed the show and found value in it, please spread the word with your fellow gamers. And if you feel so inclined, leave a review. We would truly appreciate it.
0: Until next time. Keep those dice rolling. This is August.
1: And this is Elena signing off from Game Nights and Hot Talks.